Welcome to Wind Down, the weekly catch-up between friends Scott and Lydia. We'll be discussing the stories of the week as well as giving you a much-needed dose of good news. There'll also be a book recommendation and Scott's gift of the week, all accompanied by a big glass of wine. So grab a bottle, settle down and enjoy. Hello everyone. Hi everyone. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. It's a bit like Groundhog Day, isn't it? I feel like it is at the moment, yeah. I feel like everyone's hitting that wall kind of yeah. halfway through lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> need to get out, cabin yeah. fever setting in. Oh my God, I need to leave the house. Um, before we open our wine for this week's episode, we just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone for your support. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you guys have been amazing so far. We've had some really lovely feedback from everyone. And like Lydia said, the support's been amazing. So thank you very much. And please continue to rate, review, subscribe and follow us on the Insta, um, wind down the podcast for some banging memes and that's about it really. Um, <laughs> it's worth following, so follow it. Um, so what wine are we drinking today, Scotty? So today's wine is the Horologist. It sounds very fancy. But it's only £6 for Morrison's. Yeah, it's on offer guys, go and get it. Um, it is from New Zealand, Sauvignon Blanc. I love and the most wine. important feature about it is that it's 12.5 percent <laughs> needed needed this week <laughs> pour yourself an extra big glass you deserve I am it literally <laughs> i just feel like i wake up i didn't go to bed that late i'm like such an early go to bed i'm in bed before 11 i mean i genuinely thought you was going to say you wake up thinking of drinking wine <laughs> <laughs> no always I give myself a few days not to Occasionally. Occasionally. Right. Have a sip. Let's take it. Oh my God, that is so needed. Oh. Do you like it? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's quite fruity. Mm. It's quite fruity. Oh, that goes down well. That's like water. Oh. That's a really good wine. I know. Yeah. Six pounds, guys. Morrison's, get yourself there. God, you would not say that was six pounds. <laughs> I know, it's nice. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. So, my love, how has your week been? Um, well, everyone would be pleased to know Cinnamon Rolls 2.0 happened and they went well. <laughs> I got a new recipe, I actually needed, needed the dough, which you know helps. Um, <laughs> they rose, they tasted great. My mum said they were better than shop ones, so oh my I God. Praise. Me and mum ate them. So, so Mary Berry would be proud of you this time. Yeah, poor Hollywood <laughs> would be giving me a big old handshake. Um, so yeah, might just buy a bake off next year. Why not? Because I can oh just make God. one thing. Do it. What have you got to lose? Um, I can't really be asked. <laughs> <laughs> they give up a lot of their time for that show, and you don't even win any money. Not that I'm money driven, because I'm not, but. You know. It's very true though. You don't. All you get is a. They get. They get a trophy, don't they? And some flowers. Egg stand with like bake off, bake off on. Oh. Yeah. You go for all that just to get a cake stand. I know. <laughs> I mean, unless you're like Nadia, who like got like amazing career after it, but like she was like a rare one that managed yeah, to like was. be successful. Candice done quite well actually. Oh, what she went on dancing eyes. <laughs> Apart from that, but. <laughs> I actually love Candace so much. Yeah, no, she is lovely. I mean, dancing on ice is the measure of success, isn't it, really? 
I'm, it really is. You're on that show, you're done. <laughs> that is the peak of your career, everyone. <laughs> yeah, totally the peak. <laughs> and the bitching started already. We're not even five minutes in. <laughs> um, so let's talk about another show. I was going to ask about your week first. Oh, let's talk about another show. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, very much the same. It's been, it's been actually quite a bit more chilled than last week, but... Um, it's definitely getting a bit tougher, I think, mm. being stuck indoors. Like, I've made sure I've been going for a bit more, few more walks this week. That's good. But when you're wrapped up in work, you just don't think about it. No. And then by the time... The time. Yeah, but... and also by the fact that it gets dark by, like, half four. Yeah. It's so, like, what the hell? I can't even go for, like, an after-work walk. That's so true. Well, you can, but I'm not going I mean, to. You can, but take a torch with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like one of those head torches, like a little thing in the mine. A miner. Like a miner. <laughs> I think we'd be great down a mine. I mean, I think I'd definitely be arrested if I was walking around the streets of that. Oh my God. <laughs> I think I'm a psycho or something. <laughs> uh, me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we can talk about another show if you want to skip past your way. Yes. Okay. Good old Strictly. Yeah, I mean... I'm not going to lie, I was pretty shocked Maisie was in the bottom two. I wasn't, I wasn't. I know you have your own feelings towards Maisie. No, putting those feelings <laughs> aside, genuinely. <laughs> I kind of, I had this weird feeling that it would happen. I think they're being a bit sneaky and that they're like, they, they think she's going to win, but they don't want to let her just do it, like get 100% every time. They want to make her like, make it like a journey and make her work for that title. That's a good point. That's interesting. Because Shirley said she was going to send her home, which I'm very surprised about. Motsi said that she was going to send her home as well. So if Motsi was there, wow, darling. Do you reckon it's just because they want to shag Max? Is that the reason? Or am I just being mean? Uh, I was about to say, who doesn't? But um, that's up to personal opinions. (laughs) 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 No, I think, I, I generally just think that it was a good dance, but I just didn't... I feel like a lot of the dances on Saturday, I didn't get that, like, excited wow. feeling from them. Yeah, like, yeah. obviously, like, Jeanette and Harvey got the first ten. Yeah. And Which... It was a good way to open the show, but again, I'm like, was it deserving? Yeah. The ten. It's, oh, then, like, you get, like, Clara and Aliash, who I think their dance definitely deserved a ten. Like, that was insane. It was amazing. I loved it. And she looked so good as well. Yeah, she looked really good. And we have, I, re- I would love her to win. Like, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah, I would so love her to win. Yeah. Like, I just think this year, like, I've been enjoying it, but I've kind of felt like, I don't know, like, it's, not really, like, it's obviously a competition, but it feels like they're all giving them really high marks. And obviously maybe this year we all just need a bit of, like, light-hearted, let's be let everyone be happy and winners. But I don't know, I just feel like maybe they're being a bit too generous. Yeah, I do get what you mean. I think it's as well because they're all such good dancers that it's hard to know who's going to go each week now. Like, yeah, everyone's on that sort of level of standard of mm. being good, and obviously everyone's just going to keep getting better with each yeah. other. There's yeah. no like really front leaders. Like Harvey's obviously amazing. Mm. Maisie's great, but Clara's Clara getting better. It's like I'm a bit worried for our girl Caroline. I know, my darling Caroline. I know, I'm getting a bit concerned. I, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to jinx it. No. 
but you get the gist. Yeah, I'm a bit worried, um, which is a shame. But I think her dance was so beautiful. I actually it teared up beautiful. at it. Aww. Like I don't, I do get emotional. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> what you want? You always get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I generally like, I got goosebumps, and I think I just love how she dances. Yeah, no, she's beautiful. She's very balletic. She's got great like energy, but, like a graceful energy, not like a woohoo in your face energy. I mean, this week she's dancing, I think, is it the quick step? Oh, I thought it was more of like a Latin vibe. I can't remember which one she's dancing, but I'm, I'm, I'm worried for her. Um, I thought she worried for our gal. <laughs> I, I thought she would be in the final. Which she might still might be, you never know. I mean, you never know. It could go either way. But what do we think of Anton being a judge? Do you know what? <laughs> Again, nothing against Anton. I love him. <laughs> But <laughs> I actually, I, when I, it was announced, I was like, oh my God, like absolutely not. But I actually really enjoyed him. Yeah. Why does everyone hate towards Anton? I do not get this. I, I don't mean, know what it is. <laughs> my mum was beside herself that she was in love. But to be fair, he was quite like, he was a bit too generous with his scores. Yeah, I did think that. I was like, come on, mate, come back to down to earth a little bit. Because it doesn't give you credibility if you're just giving people like tens all the time. I was going to say, and I think like, I, I mean, I'd love to be on the show, but <laughs> if I was on a show and I was competing, I'd almost want a lower score for being told what to actually do rather than it being like a nice vote. Yeah, because I think like, I, mean? I like if I went on there, not why I'm going to, because I'm never going to get famous enough to do that. Because I don't <laughs> Um, you never know <laughs> never know watch me in 10 years people um like i would only listen to craig's like craig's critique is the one i'd want to listen to because he actually yeah. feedback that is going to help you you know yeah i think craig and shirley i think they're definitely the ones you listen to i mean like motsi i think motsi says really good points as well but I no, like I definitely get what you mean. motsi though can just be a bit like oh my god darling it was amazing with yeah they, they get sort of caught up in it yeah, and I'm like, no, I need my critique. I need my X, Y, Z. What do I need to improve on for next week? That's true. I need my sassy comments from Craig. <laughs> yeah, but they're not sassy. They're just true. No, I think Maybe that's the thing. Just... <laughs> and it's all constructive as well at the end of the day. Yeah, he's not... I mean, he plays up to it a bit, but he's not trying to be a dick. No, exactly. And I've, I've not to toot my horn or anything, but like I've met Craig and... <laughs> He we got the second really episode fun. before he he dropped his his friend Craig. <laughs> Not a friend. I wish he was a friend. But um no, like in person he is so lovely. Oh, like, he does have that sassiness about him. Yeah. Last oh. oh wait, I think it was like this time last year. Actually. Yeah, it's before I left. Yeah. Yeah. Sad times. Sad times. <laughs> oh well, yeah, so Scott's friends with famous people. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not friends with them. I just like to think I am. <laughs> no, he just he just styled them, but which is really, it's cool. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. So should we begin our stories of the week now that we've had a little strictly catch up? Let's do it. So our first one of the week, of course, has to be Harry Styles on the cover of Vogue. Go. Oh. My <laughs> God, this man is just honestly. <laughs> I'm actually speechless. Like, <laughs> I thought like I'm blushing as well at the same time. <laughs> he is going red, people. <laughs> Genuinely, I just oh, 
I just love him. Yeah. Like, really, I love him. (laughs) I wasn't really a One Direction fan growing up. Uh, But I do appreciate Harry Styles a bit more now. Like, yeah, he's fit. He's got a good energy, good vibe. And that cover was insane. Do you know what, like, it's interesting you say about not being a fan of One Direction, because I remember, like, I admired them. And I always, like, Liam was my one that I always had my eye on. Oh, God, Liam's so cringe now. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it's now changed to Harry. And I feel like Mm -hmm. Liam and Harry are quite opposite people. Yeah, that's true. In terms of, like, um, their aesthetic and style and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So, like, I've almost, like, 180'd. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Like Harry, rather one eighty to Harry, but yeah, definitely. Like imagine like one eighteen to Louis. Like, ooh. oh, I feel like Niall and Harry are like the mm. two best ones. Like Niall's very like wholesome energy, whereas yeah. Harry's like a bit energy, but they're both good. Oh, god. Okay, calm down, Scott. Yes. Sorry, listeners. Let's <laughs> have a moment have a there. Moment. <laughs> um, but obviously, lots of people were very happy and excited about his look mm-hmm. but not everyone was nope those little negative nellies out there in the world <laughs> had to have something to say what was it the karens out there had to the have karens. something to say didn't they well it was technically candace owens who is i think a politician in the u.s yeah and she basically came on twitter and was like we should bring back manly men mm. Which, um, <laughs> you know also as we're recording it's international men's day which i think is a great having this conversation of what we think a man is it's come at a very good time actually hasn't it (laughs) thank you the world for like planning this on our podcast day very thinking of us props to you guys whoever comes up who comes up with these things i don't actually know it's international (laughs) men's day who decides it's international women's day like who decides them that's very true can we have like an international scott day uh, I, I think every, I think every day is international Scott Day. <laughs> if only, oh my god! <laughs> no, okay, we're, um, we're very off topic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Candace Owens said some. Um, just, uh, I mean, obviously not speaking for everyone, because I know people aren't like that. But I think it comes down to sometimes a generational thing. Mm. Um, and obviously like upbringing and what you've been around and what you immerse yourself with mm-hmm. because yeah like you said like, we're not like that like that to me I I want to see more of I mm-hmm. I almost I almost think of it as like a normal thing really yeah but yeah some celebrities actually took to Twitter to stand up for him yeah which again he doesn't need that like why should that be a thing yeah that's very but, true um Olivia Wilde, who's directing Harry in a movie he's doing. Yeah, with said Florence that, Yeah, oh, I can't wait for that to come I out. love her. Yeah, sorry. Um, she said, I hope that this brand of confidence as a male that Harry has truly devoid of any traces of toxic masculinity mm-hmm. is indicative of his generation, therefore the future of the world. And I mean, I, I, I completely agree with all of that. Like, yeah. It's a 21st century, people. <laughs> like, I know. Like, it's, it's almost like we've got a bigger fish to fry than whether a man wears a dress. Like, and do you know what? Like, I almost think it's more, I don't know if the word sexy is right, but do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's more endearing, I guess. Like, see a straight man sexy. Yeah. wearing a dress. Like, if you're, you can own your sexuality yeah. and do that. that the confidence me, is attractive. Exactly. Like, I feel like if a man's there being like, I'm not going to wear a dress, it's almost like, well, what, why not? Like, 
and yeah. it's just fun like it's all just yeah. having fun like the world's too serious at the moment why can you like you've got no. to enjoy yourself it's like it's not like in like that kind of way it's not that deep because it's you know it's just fashion it's fun that's what fashion is meant to be it's the cover of yeah. vogue it's not the cover of like i don't know something you know it's not yeah, meant like to be newspaper or something yeah it's, more, it's meant yeah. to be fun and enjoyable and i mean it has definitely started a conversation so i'm sure anna winter was very happy that it's got people talking about vogue um yeah but i just think it's you know it, i never understand why people get upset about what other people wear because in what way does someone else's outfit like influence you like how does that affect your life exactly like how does walking down the street and seeing any person wearing something different? Mm. What 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 is that person doing? How is that to hurting you? you? Yeah, unless like, they've got spikes in their outfit, they're going into you on the tube. Really, none of your concern. Yeah, then you've got a problem. Then you've got a problem. <laughs> then you can be a bit like, "Excuse me, mate, can you get your spikes out of my shoulder?" But apart it's, from that, it's I just don't understand how anyone's wardrobe affects yours. It's quite funny though. Like even sometimes, like I. I wouldn't say, I, I mean, like, obviously, you know, I do have my collection of like sequin shirts and everything. Yeah, but... But, like, I remember last year coming home from one of the Christmas parties and luckily I was with some of the girls from work and these men on the tube were saying stuff to me. And I, I didn't I, know I mean, that. I, yeah, like, I don't really remember what they were saying just because I sort of blocked it out. But, um, Gosh, what are you pissed? It was, no, I wasn't. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I was, but... <laughs> but no, no, this is actually a serious conversation. At that point, I sobered up because of, yeah. I thought something might have happened. Oh, but, um, that's awful. They were like saying stuff, and then like the girls that I was with went back at them. Good. And, and like, I sort of backed away to like the end of the carriage. Mm. And this random girl literally was standing there where I went to, and she was like, are you okay? Aww. And then like, she could see I was getting upset, and she like held my hand and everything. But Aww. the point of that story was that <laughs> All I was wearing was black boots, black jeans, and a black top that had these like little embellished diamond type things on them. Yeah. So, like, they weren't, it wasn't like a really leery shirt. But even but if had, it was like the leriest shirt in the world, like that's your right to wear that. Exactly. Like, I'm that's doing re- me, hon. You do you. <laughs> yeah. Like, if anything, get off and get on the next train carriage. <laughs> but also, like, what is offensive about someone's wardrobe unless it's got like a horrible like hate symbol on it? Yeah. Like, you know, glitter, rainbows, fluff, all that stuff is amazing yeah. and should and be I, celebrated. I completely get everyone has their own opinions and all that sort of thing. Mm. But it's just, again, like I said, it's the 21st century. There's deeper things going on in the world. Yeah, like climate change, like the world could end pretty soon, coronavirus. Yeah. Like there is deeper things than what a man puts on his body. I think obviously this is great, but there has been another flip side to this in the Harry Styles as a straight, I think he's straight, is he bi? I'm not sure. As a straight... I don't white... think he's said. Okay, he hasn't said. Okay, so Harry, as a straight <laughs> cis white man, has certain privileges of wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue. You know, mm-hmm. black men have been doing, wearing outfits like this for ages, like Prince, Lil Nas, Andrew Lee and Tally, Billy Porter are fave. You know, they've oh, been leading really? the way. And um, where is their Vogue cover? I mean, obviously, Andre Lee and Tally worked at Vogue. But, you know, where is their cover? It's so true. Absolutely. Like, I just... It does... It's almost... It's almost like Harry puts a masculine spin on it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's made out to be that sort of point of 
a masculine thing. So it almost, it goes back to that idea. Mm. Whereas when like Andre and like, when Billy wore the, the massive black tuxedo dress mm. to the Oscars. Yeah. Like, that was very feminine. Yeah. But I didn't see a masculine aspect to it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas okay, with Harry's, yeah. he's wearing women's clothing, but I see a masculine element to it in some way. Okay, I get you. I do so get it's you. almost like they, like Billy and Andre and like little Naz, they take away the gender. The gender. Yeah. yeah. I get you. Yeah. And I think, you know, I just think it's more, again, a straight white man gets away, not murder, obviously, but like it's something that's celebrated. And especially for like trans people who this is the sort of thing that they get harassed or killed for is obviously this isn't against Harry or Vogue for putting him on the cover because it's great, but it's more just like a, while you're celebrating Harry, remember there are people out there that are like struggling in their own communities because they're wearing clothing that people don't approve of and that's their everyday life it's an actual problem in the world yeah it's a reality for a lot of people whereas harry has you know money fame security guards protection he'll always be safe sort of thing whereas there are Mm -hmm. lots of people that want to walk down the street and dress and they might get attacked for it or hated on it yeah, completely. It's I just I don't know. I only think it's like one step forward, yeah. and all of a sudden, like, okay, we're going to take ten steps back. Yeah, it's like I think you've just always got to, you know, celebrate this, but then also remember there are there's always going to be like two sides to a story. Completely. And it's just more like, okay, great, we'll have Harry Styles on the one month, and then we'll have Billy Porter on there next month, please, and a winter. Like we just want him on the yeah. cover, please. There we go. There we go. That's our shout, Anna Winter, if you're listening, because she obviously is. Um, I mean, she better be. Yeah. I mean, is she not one of like our many subscribers? She was our first. What are you on about? I know. Big fan, Anna. Shout out to you, Anna. Um, put the video on Thank you. Moving on to our next topic. Jessie from Little Mix, bless her. Yeah. She's leaving. Um, it was announced on Wednesday that Jessie is taking time away from the band due to mm. medical reasons and medical reasons people <laughs> i knew i i knew it was coming like, i always said that it was going to happen what you thought they'd have a break or that she need she'd need time off she'd need time off oh, okay there yeah it's just i like again nothing against her i absolutely adore her mm. but i think it was like a it was it was a long time coming i think oh bless her yeah um and it is very sad but I just, I, it's so weird, isn't it? Like fans, like as much as I adore them, they almost go a bit crazy and go over the top. And then what, what you do you mean? From, like you go from being a fan to being a troll very quickly, I think. Yeah, it's very, like a, a lot of things I've seen on Twitter. Yeah. As a celebrity, I guess you have to expect it, but I mean, it shouldn't be a thing again. Mm-mm. But yeah, like I've seen a lot of things on Twitter where people have been, very quick to turn from a fan to a troll and I'm like you're probably part of the cause and the reason why she's taking this break I mean we don't know why she's taking the break no exactly but yeah I get what you mean but I just I just feel really sorry for her yeah and like obviously the girls I mean we don't know them unfortunately um they're the ones Web Scott doesn't know (laughs) 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 um but you know like I'm sure they're very supportive and like 
she's like they've said in their statement it is a break for her like medical reasons like she's not this isn't like a drama like there's been a big fallout like yeah you like taking it like an extent like if you took two months off work because you broke your leg or something it's the same as that like people aren't going to be in your company being like oh scott's leaving the band yeah. like it's not like that but obviously then, all the tabloids are turning it into that of course they are it's because they thrive off of that I know, and it's just so sad because I think Little Mix has been uh, an exception to girl band history in a way. Completely, they've, yeah. They've had no sort of, like, big fights or I'm sure they have little, like, tiffs in between them personally because like, every friendship will have its little moments. But, mm. you know, they're very unique in that there's been no scandals of hating and feuds, which is so odd often happens is like girls are loud pussycat dolls spice yeah. girls that's actually a very good point just chugging her wine <laughs> <laughs> and i think because also all the tabloids are like oh um jade's been signed up to bbc to do presenting roles they all want to do their own thing and it's like okay they can do their own thing but that doesn't mean they're gonna stop being a band you know yeah like it's <laughs> i mean shout out to one of the best girl bands ever the saturdays Oh, sorry, but, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> but like they, when they started doing their own things, they that wasn't a formal split. That was them going to do their own things. Mm. And I mean, I still hope and pray to this day that they'll get back together. But I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, but like <laughs> it is true. Like, why can't they go and do their own things? They've been in this band for a solid like ten years. Yeah. Like, if they want to have a break and do something for themselves. Let them mm. do it again. Why is it bothering you? Yeah, like what? How does that affect your like, daily life? You've still got their like what six, seven, eight, nine, ten albums yeah. to listen to. And also, <laughs> like they literally just released a new album. People like get listening to it. Confetti, it's brilliant. That's the name, oh, isn't it? So many good tunes. The whole album is like brilliant. And I think yeah. it's just more. Like, I don't know what their schedule is, but surely they have time to do music and do you know X, Y, Z like. Um, Leanne's done that like ASOS edit recently Jay did mm-hmm. her um... Skinny Dip yeah that's the one <laughs> Skinny Dip collection <laughs> so it's like they can do both like you know people can do more than one thing everyone's just got to always have an opinion on everything I know like, obviously we've got our opinions now we're voicing them <laughs> but mm. like do you know what I mean like some people just have to do it yeah but like, like if you don't like our opinions like turn off the podcast although please don't because we like we like the subscribers and the listeners. <laughs> we need the listens thank <laughs> you <laughs> but like that's the, like you've got your own like brain to make up your own decisions if you don't like the little mixer doing their own thing then maybe that's just jealousy you know oh yeah oh reminds me of lisa renner at the um beverly hills reunion and she's like oh i oh, know it was when she was talking to denise and she's like oh, oh my you're angry. angry oh my god oh, <laughs> best it. quote ever i love that woman so much <laughs> we'll get into that in another podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we should do a housewife special that okay be... everyone that's happening maybe like okay. the 10th episode we should do a housewife special i think that's great but i think also yeah. like little mix people not, I think people don't like almost maybe in the tabloids and Twitter that Little Mix get on and that there is no drama and yeah. you know, that women can be successful and friends and not want to like kick each other, you know, in the back. My God. Like, the back, stab each other in the back. Women being friends and not hating each other. And that, being proud what? of each other's successes. Oh, 
what is the problem i know people obviously like speculate and everything like that and it's people just kind of want answers like i do mm. get that to a certain extent but like put yourself mm. in that situation put yourself in their shoes yeah you and shouldn't like, be mean yeah there's again so much hatred in the world guys <laughs> I, I mean i know we have bitched a little bit but we've kept that between us and you guys yeah we're not telling that we're not telling Jesse that we don't think her decision's right because you've got to do you look after yourself you do you hun right should we move on let's do it <laughs> okay <clears throat> so our next topic um it's a bit of a rogue one not rogue but I mean it's not hit national news <laughs> but we still think it's important because we're big Sex and City fans so you might <laughs> have seen this post on every outfit on Sex and City instagram if you don't follow them they're basically like a meme page for sex and city like they discuss their outfits they're like so memorable quotes and they came up with woke charlotte the concept of kind of i know what woke charlotte is but the wine's got to my head a bit <laughs> basically just calling out like all the bad behavior in sex and city because 20 years on it's actually pretty problematic a lot of it so they're usually like quite like a beacon is that the word i don't know they call out shit basically but yes two days ago they posted um a picture of carrie from an episode in season six where she was going to visit this guy she was dating who was staying at a like a mental hospital for people that obviously need a bit of help and they captioned it we love to see carrie bringing her signature brand of romanticism all the way to the mental institution this lace trim 20s inspired dress is an ideal choice for a casual afternoon picnic. These are too sexy for psych ward. You can't blame her for wanting to look hot for her new beau. After all, the insane and notoriously good in bed. We are slightly triggered by the continuity issues with that necklace though. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's what I thought when I read it. It's just... Ugh. Great wording, guys. Great wording. Yeah really thought that one through yeah what 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 what? i mean sex and city did a big boo-boo on that episode by the way that they framed it and just the whole thing was weird like harry being like i'm going to visit my boyfriend in the asylum yeah it's very poor taste for them very like i mean the episode itself set it up but isn't that instagram account had to make it like that they could have just yeah you don't need to talk about that episode it's the the wording like Mm. just mental institution it just makes it sound so much more um dark than it is yeah and like the insane like yeah like the boyfriend she had was just depressed i think yeah like i think yeah i think he was yeah and you know we've both had our experiences of you know mental health problems yeah while this doesn't trigger me or make me, you know, feel ashamed of what I went through, I can see why it would for someone. Completely. And it's like, but we were talking before we started recording this evening mm-hmm. and I asked Lydia, like we was going through the subject, like the topics of what we were going to talk about. And we got to this one and I said to Lydia, like what, when I first read that, I read it and was like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get what the problem is. Mm. And it wasn't until I reread it like two or three times. I was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah what like what are these people thinking like capturing an image like that yeah because for some people it can be a trigger and for some people they go to places like that you know that's Mm. where they go to like get themselves better and they you know 
make themselves feel good and some people really need to rely on that and to you know their tone for that instagram page is quite jokey quite you know dark humor but never do they have they ever i don't think crossed that line in that way and that's the first time they sort of have yeah it's the first time i've seen it like apart from anything being like celebrated because everyone like usually loves that instagram page and do you know what like it's posts like that that almost push people back into themselves like mm. i i do consider myself like a mental health advocate in a way in terms of like i completely think everyone should talk about their problems they should definitely mm. like try and open up and like, i'm literally there for anyone mm. and like a person could have been scrolling and that on that day they could have been like do you know what i'm feeling good I want to talk to someone or like, I just want to get things off my chest. And then saw that and then just by those choice of words and that terminology could have pushed them back. Yeah. It just made them feel rubbish about themselves. Yeah. And like that just really irritates me and rubs me up the wrong way. Like yeah. it's almost silencing people mm. and that's not what people need right now. No. Cause they um, responded to the, cause they then got lots of comments on the post being like, this mm-hmm. is obviously ableist cringe like problematic and stigma ridden and so then they replied being like Chelsea here one of the girls that runs it um I've struggled with mental illness since childhood so I get that it's really fucking shitty I own four editions of the bell jar for god's sake for me humor is an essential part of my coping strategy Lauren and I talk to this audience like we would our close friends we're not about virtue signaling we're we are also firm believers of the first amendment and understand that understand that means allowing people to say things that make us uncomfortable and vice versa this account has never been pc and probably will never be again my response to that is "Mm." yeah like we're not your close friends we're your followers and i actually saw someone tweet that in a reply to that comment oh really i didn't see that like because they've got over they've got nearly seven hundred thousand followers you know their audience isn't small i mean i think because it's like you know, now these Instagram platforms are becoming almost like a new magazine. Like we're all on our phones more. We're more likely to see this every day than picking up an edition of Cosmo, which is really sad um, for the print industry. But yeah. like this is like saying it shouldn't be PC. I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> just know who you're talking to or like know who could be seeing your, your posts. Yeah. And even if you don't agree, I think maybe, you know, apologize say like i'm sorry if i have offended you that was never our intention like but we still stand by it i mean i don't agree with what they said but it's almost like they're like sweeping it under the rug a little bit and just being like yeah moving on like we don't we said what you said there's no apology there was no um acknowledgement of their poor choice of words Mm. which i I think think they should do yeah and i think saying you've had experience with mental health that's not really like a it's like, not a like an escape. Get out of jail free card yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Like we if all... you've had mental health issues, then you should be raising people up and helping people. Mm. I mean, I do the only thing I did agree with is that I use humour as a coping strategy, but not oh, in yeah. relation to what they said, because yeah. that wasn't funny. But yeah, like humour is great for making us feel better. Like we both came on here before and we're like, oh my god, I've had such a rubbish week. But I think we both know today's gonna cheer us up massively because yeah. we've had a bit of a laugh and a giggle. But mm-hmm. that's not, I hope, at anyone else's expense. It's funny that they haven't taken it down because usually people take this stuff down. But, I mean, they're clearly standing by it. I mean, I don't think I respect them for standing by it, but 
in cancel culture people you know are so quick to be like oh my god i'm sorry and take stuff down that is unusual i think to see a brand almost because i don't really call them a brand but they call themselves a brand yeah but to be standing by what they've said is interesting I think the thing that gets me is the fact that just, this is not an apology. Yeah, it's like a, we didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, like I said before, there's no acknowledgement for what they said could yeah. be hurtful to people. Yeah, you're right. For me, I'm like, that's, that doesn't sit well with me. No. If you can't realise what you said could have hurt people, mm. I think that's a problem in itself. Like, that's, yeah. that's something you need to sort out. <laughs> they're basically digging their heels and being like we are saying this and if you don't like it you can f off really yeah there's no people have opinions kind of thing like yeah. it's like that's our opinion that's it we're sticking to it down yeah and like people are entitled to their opinion but like we deny this opinion and that's our opinion i feel like, <laughs> I feel like there's having opinions and being a dick yeah and being open <laughs> to receiving other people's opinions like we yes. are like we we have our opinions on things but we're not it's not like we're saying these this is it like that's the truth that's mm. it like line drawn which is mm. basically what they're doing yeah so it's like come on hun <sighs> right let's move on from that shit show and let's get hear some good news from you scotty what's my yeah, good so news it's story my of the turn week? this week Woo-hoo! and it's so cute oh like, i'm excited again i got a bit emotional oh, God <laughs> <laughs> okay so here we go the headline was Best from the Last Chance Animal Rescue in Edenbridge finds new home after 10 years. Wait, a so Bess? Bess? Bess is a dog. Oh! A dog name, Bess. Aww. So in February this year, volunteers at the Last Chance Animal Rescue appealed for dog lovers to come forward and give Bess a home. The appeal went global and they received offers from the United States and Australia, but she finally found a home in the south coast of England. Oh, she'll be by the sea. She can go swimming in the sea. That was a cute picture, but obviously this is all vocal, so I can't show you guys the picture. <laughs> Will you put it on the Instagram? <laughs> we'll put it up on the ground for you to see a picture of Bess. Oh, like, bless That her. actually made me feel a bit better after my bad week. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel better. Ten years, though, not having a home. That's sad. I know, that, that, that broke my heart. <laughs> bless her. I'm going to have to put my wine glass for that, but I'm actually happy for Bess. And that she gets spoiled rotten and gets to go to the sea every day. She bloody and has a whale of a time. Cheers to you, Bess. Drink wine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we love you, Bess. You cheer us up. I know. I thought it was a nice little sweet story to choose for this week. That's a lovely story. Thank you for sharing. Thanks, thanks. Okay, so Liz, what book have you been reading this week? So this week I have been reading a collection of essays called Loud Black Girls. Um, 20 black women writers ask, what's next? And I just loved all the essays. They're really thought-provoking and insightful into an experience I do not have any knowledge of, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, the essays, they're all varied by different writers, but you know, I definitely want to now start to follow more. Um, there was one particular piece of poetry, but it wasn't like traditional how you think of poetry. It was quite like an essay poetry. And okay, it was yeah. this woman talking to her future daughter and that what she hopes for her future as a black woman and how she hopes it'll be different to her own experience. Um, I'm not going to give too much away about all the essays, but they're really moving and they want to make made me want to research stuff more. There's one particular essay of a girl 
whose um, friend had been murdered when she was younger and that inspired her to do a lot of youth work and get involved in that sort of thing and she was talking about where does this like string of violence come from and it made me really want to like research a bit more and find out what our problem is in this country with youth mm. violence because it is such a massive problem particularly in cities yeah and lots of black young men are getting killed and yeah they want to I research think- a bit more that sounds like a really interesting way for people to educate themselves. Like, mm. I think sometimes when, like, the initial thought when people say about educating yourself is you think of these massive history books mm. that it, they look daunting kind of thing. Mm. But, I mean, like, essays are so... I really like reading essays because mm. you get a lot more varied um, stories in them from different people, from different walks of life, yeah. have their own experiences. And I think... I personally learn more from that. Yeah. Because like then I would then go off and research certain things that they said. Yeah, and like these um, are people that you can follow like, on your Instagram. Like they're people that are like within a similar people. age of us, of us, you know, like they're and it was just really interesting to like they were all different essays. They were so different subjects. Like one was talking about raising children and obviously that's something I've experienced of, but she was saying how, you know, her father in law asked her daughter to take his plate to the kitchen and she and her daughter was like no why should i sort of thing just because mm. you're my elder you know in the open the whole conversation i'm not going to spoil the whole thing but it was really interesting and you that sounds so that. cool though yeah is it like an easy well. read as well i mean there's some of it i mean i don't want you to call it like an easy read because you know the topic you know it's important and it's mm. not but i think also having it as essays it's a way to you know come back to it like reflect like read one reflect on it come back to it you know that sort of thing i feel like that's what it comes down to isn't it at the moment as well with, with educating ourselves with this kind of um such a serious topic mm-hmm. as much as it's about learning and educating yourself i think a lot of it also comes back onto self-reflection mm-hmm. and, like, what and can how you, you do? yeah exactly like what can you do to help or educate others mm-hmm. just like you suggesting that book yeah it's really good i really enjoyed it so what have you been gifted this week, Scotty? <laughs> so, I mean, in relation to last week's episode when I mentioned about working out during the second lockdown. Oh, I okay. got gifted. It wasn't off the back of that. And again, this is not an ad. Um, no, we're not sponsored, unfortunately. We're unfortunately not sponsored just yet. <laughs> um, it is a set of resistant bands oh. that come with like different strappings as well. So you can do loads of different... There's, there's, there's a strap in. <laughs> Strappings. Strap on, sorry. What? <laughs> That's a different kind of fitness thing. <laughs> no joke, I don't need strap ons. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, it's just a loads of different, like, um, weighted resistant bands, and it comes with an app that shows you how to do all different exercises because sometimes when I get resistance bands I'm like what what do I do with this piece of yeah plastic? that's very true I like I look at a resistance band and I'm like do I pull it with yeah I'm like do I, I see people put this around their legs what do I do with it <laughs> yeah that's that was really cool actually yeah and they're like the proper like gym ones as well so like it's like proper thick rubber so you oh, actually nice. feel like you're working out rather than just yeah I'm trying a bit of, like string around your legs but yeah so the exercise is going kind of okay. <laughs> hey, you got the pans, you know, next week we'll start. The fact that they're in my house, 
that's all good enough. That's fine for me. It's a step. It looks it's like I'm working out. <laughs> it's a step. We'll get there. Lifting up your wine glass is exercise, guys. Oh my God. I should have massive muscles by lifting up wine glasses. <laughs> <laughs> God, imagine if it was an Olympic sport. Oh my God, you'd be literally getting the gold medal. I mean, I feel like that makes me sound like an alcoholic. Listeners, I am not an alcoholic. I promise. <laughs> And even if you are, there's no shame in alcoholism. I mean, get help if you need it. <laughs> that actually wasn't me being really nice. I wasn't trying to stigmatise anyone. <laughs> I think we should wrap it up because clearly we had a bit too much. <laughs> so we'd just like to say thank you again, for everyone, for your support. Yes, thank you, everyone. And please remember to subscribe to the channel follow us on instagram if you've got any messages or is there any topics you want us to talk about please email us at windownthepodcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and we will see you well we'll hear from you or you'll hear from us um, next week bye, bye. <laughs>